here we are in the corner of a room again. This is where we tend to meet. Yes. Meet in that corner. Yeah. I get the bricks. That corner's not for meetings. <laughs> no, that's for fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Father Ryan, we're going to have a conversation, and I don't really know where it's going to go, but that's on purpose. So I had to try real hard to be ignorant <laughs> and to not know everything about something. Yeah. About everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you're going to steer the boat, and I'm going to be... For better or worse, people, your representative interjecting, interrupting quite rudely, <laughs> asking questions, asking for clarification. So what are we talking about? Yeah, I, this is kind of the first big announcement, if you will, of what we're going to be hosting here at the parish in early February called the JP2 Healing Center. And it's uh, going to be a wonderful few days it's like a parish mission in that it's kind of three days. It's a little bit more, um, uh, it's a little bit bigger of an event than a parish mission. And the JP2 Healing Institute will be a Thursday night, a Friday night, all day Saturday. And this is an amazing group of men and women. These men and women are desired all over the country, if not the world. It takes about five years right now to get them into your parish. And we have them coming in this February. And what just happened in, in Minnesota? I heard you saying something. Yeah, they. so the way it works is the parish hosts the event, but we don't run it. So you kind of buy your tickets for the three-day event online, and they had an 800-person event sell out in 10 hours. <laughs> 10 hours, boom, And it gone. wasn't a computer glitch. People Not a computer glitch. really want to come, and people come from far away. Yeah, it wasn't even a concert. It's like a church <laughs> event. And people, and it's sold out and people fly from all over the country to receive from these men and women for these two to three days, because it's a life-changing encounter with Jesus. What are they receiving? Restoration would be the best word. Places in their life story and in their hearts that they thought, well, I just have to deal with this, or I guess that's just life, or I didn't even know that wasn't what God wanted. Get lifted up and then get loved by Jesus. And in that, Places of despair, frustration, patterns of feeling insecure and sad are now rich with hope, peace, encouragement, joy. There's real healing that takes place in these days. And then they also, more importantly, equip you to continue the healing journey for the rest of your life. So you got the word healing in there and you use the word broken, I think. Yeah. Uh, healing... What if I'm not broken? What if I'm not completely dysfunctional? This is all hypothetical. Uh, <clears throat> no, yeah. like th th those kind of voices, I'm sure, are in our heads about... Uh, we like, those people need that retreat, but I'm fine. I mean, if you just think of the movie Predator, right? <laughs> There's the one part... With uh, their arm wrestling. No. The biggest muscle Jesse I've ever Ventura's seen. Jesse Ventura's got all that chewing tobacco in here. And someone's like, hey, you're bleeding. You remember the line? No. You're hit. You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. Oh. Okay. But he's bleeding. But he... Doesn't, yeah, no, that's I, why it's a great line. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. So he doesn't care about that. He might not even believe it. He's focused on something else. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. That's what I imagine guys who watch Predator also think. Yeah. Like, I'm not sitting here wounded, bleeding, yeah. despairing... So what well, does this have to do with me? So first off, I've been a part of this group, uh, not in a formal way, but I've been a recipient of their ministry for priests um, a couple years ago. And I've journeyed and read the different books by Dr. Bob Schutz, who kind of runs the JP2 Healing Institute. 
And um, let me just say the first level of healing would be uh, sinful behaviors or like addictions or patterns. That'd be a first place that we talk about healing where that it's not just behavioral issues, but rather underneath the behavior is pain, is wounds. No one who feels loved and feels like they're a gift turns to habits that make them feel ashamed, lonely, regretful, guilty. Again and again. Again and again, right. So that's the first level. The second level we could talk about is um, judgments or fears. Are there certain groups that you are, certain situations in life you find yourself in, maybe at work, right? Maybe you go to work and you feel always insecure about this group when you're around this group of people, but not that group of people. And maybe you've just judged as like, well, I just like them. I don't like them. But really, why do we feel insecure around certain people and not others? What is it about them that awakens in me a sense of, I'm not good enough. I'm not safe. I don't like them. I'm not good there. There's a whole place there. And what if when you went into social situations, you had peace and freedom rather than insecurity and judgments? Then we may speak of even third level. Your mom and dad and my mom and dad and your mom and dad They did the very best they could. And for some of us, it was amazing. And barring some extreme examples, it was not always amazing because they did the best they could. But just like you and me. However. However, just like you and me. That's not an excuse to just say, yeah, whatever they did. Yeah. Like if they did the best they could, they did the best they could. It doesn't mean that they, uh, you know, they did every moment of every day perfectly because they went to confession, hopefully just like we have to go to confession. And when you're a kid, that can have a real lasting impact where your mom and dad, uncle, aunt, grandparents, siblings, how they treated and related to you, the stories and names, it either helped you step into the glory and greatness of being an unrepeatable son and daughter of God, or it kind of robbed you of that confidence, hope, freedom, peace, and joy that you're meant to have. This group, the JP2 Healing Institute, helps us identify and begin the healing process so that it can reclaim all the good news that Jesus came to give us. What about all the folks who are like, okay, you say I'm wounded. <clears throat> Maybe. Why would I want to go back there? Yeah. That is painful. No, first off, if you're one of those people who are like, I don't want to go to those memories. I don't. I know it's there, but it's. I'm fine. I'm living a decent life. It's good enough. Let me just say, I get it. Like, they're, it's very humbling and very challenging to go back to these places. Painful, scary. Um, yeah, but, but you're not going back to those alone, but even, let me just say this one first. The main, the main reason to go back to them is everything has to be healed before you get to heaven. We have to go back at some point. And if not here through God's grace, we'll have to go through it in purgatory, but everything has to be worked through so that we can shine like the stars in the sky. St. Paul says, so mm-hmm. we have to face it no matter what. It's a matter of when. And then second, why not face it not with your own efforts and fears leading it, but with the lavish love of the Holy Spirit leading you there? And that's what the JP2 Healing Institute does. It helps you follow the promptings and guidance of the consoling power of God to go back to these places. So where you once felt in pain and alone, now the Holy Spirit can take you there and show you, I was always with you, loving you. You maybe didn't know it. Or didn't know how to receive from me then, but in prayer, we can do it now, heal the wound and begin to gain freedom and joy. And I've known men who have let go of addictions. I know people have forgiven fathers and 
moms and uncles who have been really awful. People have reconciled with siblings all because of this ministry, because in the heart there was freedom. And once there was the love and freedom, now they could offer the forgiveness and compassion and mercy to those who had hurt them. But so often we try to do that part first and the insides never really change. And so it's about transformation of the inner world so that then we can manifest to others Christ's forgiving power. So some of the ways I've thought about it uh, in my life and when I talk with other people is if you have a huge boulder in your path and you just try and go around it and keep mm-hmm. going, like you know it's there, it's still big, It every t- and every time you look over your shoulder, it's it's like still there. So this is like, it needs to be, you need to go through it. Yeah. You can't go around it, but man, so painful and it looks so big and impenetrable. But you're saying this JP2 Center, Healing Center is going to equip us and accompany us and let us see how God was with us then and how God is with us now so that that huge boulder can just be taken apart piece by piece, chisel, and then it's just, you know, pebbles. Yeah. Let me add to your analogy. It's as if that boulder was in your driveway. It's not just on a road of life. The, 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 the hits we've taken in this world, uh, the, it puts boulders in our driveway. So every morning, every night, to and from work, going on the weekends, inviting friends over, they always have to navigate around the boulder. You always have to navigate. And what Jesus is saying is like, I wanted to come into this world to show you what it looked like to not have a boulder. The ease, the joy, the freedom, the lack of shame. Jesus always lived in the Father's love. And he came to share that power and freedom and goodness with everyone he met. You know, I was thinking about this podcast video thing. And um, in the Gospel of Mark chapter 2, what we see is Jesus is in this house and he's healing man after woman, man after woman, you know, lepers, blind people, cripples, and just one person after another. And you can imagine the whole town is lined up outside this house. And so you can just imagine... Why are they coming to Jesus? Why would people leave homes from towns away and walk day after day, no food, no security, just to meet this guy? What's going on here? They already had all the moral teachings in the Old Testament. They weren't going for better teachings. They weren't going because they were like, well, I got a lot of free time. Am I supposed to like serve other people or can I do more? I love waiting in lines. Who doesn't? (laughs) Yeah. Like what what am I supposed to do with my free time? Can you just tell me? No one leaves the house and risks all of that for that. The only reason you would do that is if he can transform your life to help you get closer to what you always dreamt of. In fact, in Mark chapter two, there's some people who bring their buddy. He's on a, uh, he's crippled. He's on a um, stretcher. stretcher. Yeah. And they can't get to Jesus because of the crowds. They can't get to the house. So they go on the roof, rip off a person's roof and then lower him down. You don't do that because you can't wait to hear how bad you were when you sinned. You do that because what's at stake is the restoration of my life. What's at stake is to find out that these secret desires and dreams I've always had might not have actually been naive. Maybe God actually wants to do something with my life that is glorious and beautiful. We get this so backwards in the church. People sometimes relate to us and we lead with teachings, morals, and social justice activism. All three good, all three part of the Bible. But the heart, the beginning, the end of the gospel are not those three. It's the encounter with Jesus that is life-changing in a beautiful and restorative way. 
So you're sort of paying the difference between like a freedom from and a freedom for. So the freedom from we can think about is stuff in our past and say, I want to be free from those feelings, those painful memories. But you're saying that's just the first part. Yeah. Then there's this freedom for. Right. And yeah. that for is. Is the glorious plan God has for you. That he actually has a plan for you. If he's going to call us by name, it's not like, hey, Tommy, come and just hang out in the church and see what happens. Like, he has a beautiful plan. He wants to use your life to manifest the creator of the whole universe. That he wants when people meet you to little, get a little glimpse. Think of it this way. Mother Teresa was not meant to be an exception. She was meant to be the norm. Right? Everything she shined, when people met her, like, I met Jesus. This, this woman's captivating and powerful and just my heart like was on fire. Yeah, that's because she is living the new life Jesus grants all of us. But it's as if like we're all draining, like drainage, like pipes, and we're clogged. So he keeps trying to pour his life and love into us, but we're all clogged and it can't really transform us. The clogs are all the places where we feel insecure, full of fear, doubt, shame, regret, anger, unforgiveness. And Jesus wants to come in there and say, let me unclog you so that all my grace can just like just blow out of you. And when people see you, they're going to see me. And when they see me, they're going to know God is a loving father. So we got 7 billion people more than... At St. Basil's? No, no. <laughs> the offertory's way up. <clears throat> uh, no. If we got 7 billion people and we only have a few like living saints, like the rest of us must be believing uh, lies. Mm. And some of those like foundational... And what are some of those lies that can be in our head and we might yeah. not even notice them? Yeah. We just believe they're true. Yeah. One of the, but they're the so this is actually out. Dr. Bob Schutz, who runs the JP2 Healing Institute. He was a marriage and family therapist for over 40 years. And the Holy Spirit was just tutoring him closer and closer, doing more ministry than therapy. So he ent went, entered into ministry full time. But he identifies these seven core lies slash wounds. Mm. And they're really powerful, but they're just, they're, um, if you knew me, you'd leave me. Um, uh, I'm not good, worthy, lovable. Uh, no one wants me, needs me, or loves me. It's not safe to be with anyone or be in this room. I can never figure this out. This will never change. There's nothing I can do about this. Let's pray. Because <laughs> that's some dark stuff. Yeah. So we're just going to do a quick 30 seconds of prayer right now. Please join us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. That is just painful to hear some of those lies. And to know they've been in our heads and our hearts before. But we rebuke and, and just reject, renounce those lies in the name of Jesus. Jesus, take them away. Just cast them away and fill us with the truth of who you are and who we are. And those virtues that only you can give us of faith, hope, and love.
Thank you, Jesus. You've given yourself to us so that we never have to journey alone. Give everyone the grace to be able to attend this retreat and conference. Give us the grace to want to be restored. Remind us who we are in your eyes, God's gifts to the world. We praise you and thank you. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So let me just kind of say a little bit more practical about the conference. Uh, because we're going to put a few more of these videos out over the next few months to build up some momentum so we understand. But um, Dr. Bob Schutz comes with a wonderful nun named Sister Miriam Heidland. And she travels all over the country giving talks to bishops, priests, nuns, married couples, lay people, teens, youth. And she's just a dynamic speaker. And she herself has done an immense amount of work in her own story. Uh, and she shares a lot very vulnerably about what she's been through in life. And it's been some tough stuff. And you name it, she's been through it. And just what how that's led her to Jesus, how her brokenness actually brought her to Christ. And then in him, how he led her back into the brokenness, not to sit in like the cesspool of pain, but to really discover we can be changed for the better. And so the two of them give the dynamic teachings. They're accompanied by some intercessory prayer people, some wonderful musicians. And it's uh, it's a beautiful gift. And, and I just want to ask you ahead of time, uh, people travel all over the country, if not world, to be there. I'm just asking you, now that I can say this as your pastor, take advantage of this. They're coming toward your own backyard. Sacrifice for God. That's a big biblical principle. Give to God something that you'd normally hold on to for safety and comfort, and then he will bless you a hundredfold. So give him the time and the money, money because it will cost some money to register. Give him the time and money to make this happen, and he will bless you richly. And what's the other thing to, to sort of give or arrive with? This is your heart. A, a shirt. This is where the heart Oh, is. yeah. Because <laughs> you were like, <laughs> yeah, a heart, an open heart. And one of the ways we're going to help you is um, starting in October, this is one of Dr. Bob's book. I don't know if you can see it. Okay, it's called Be Healed. And it is the foundational book for his thought and healing. So we will journey with this on Tuesday mornings and Tuesday nights, uh, taught by Mrs. Jennifer Ricard and me. And we'll teach this and help you enter into the initial tastings of healing, kind of tilling that soil. So when it comes time for that three-day retreat, we can actually receive powerfully from the Lord and really enter into the new life he wants for us. Hmm. Well, thank you. I'm excited. We already have people calling and wondering when can I register and all that. And uh, it's coming soon. Yeah, in October is when registration will begin. We'll let you know. And I just want to let you know here so it gets in your mind is that as soon as it goes on the website, not our own, but the JP2 Healing website, anyone from across the world can sign up. And like they had happen earlier, 800 people signed up for the event and they were not the parishioners of that parish, the majority of them. So I don't want any of you to miss out on this. So I will get all the word out. I will communicate at all the masses. We'll go, we'll go gangbusters to make sure you know when it happens. Also, when you sign up, you can also, if a couple months later, turns out you can't, something happened, you can also cancel your registration. And so sign up ahead of time to reserve it. And then if you need to, you can give up your spot and we can get it to someone else. But the JP2 Healing Institute, you can look it up online. They're coming to St. Basil the Great Church. And I am not only excited, I'm just incredibly peaceful. 
Like I'm just very, very at peace with the Lord's going to do some amazing things for us. And I just want everyone to feel it. Thank you so much.